0: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it, without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Virginia.
3: Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. You can't have a season about
4: confidence artists and their games without talking about one of the classics, the shell game. It's been called a lot of things over the years, and during the time and place we're going to visit in this episode, we'll be calling it Thimble rig. Though it's often portrayed as a gambling game, it's actually a confidence trick used to perpetrate fraud. It is a long popular game among confidence artists, some whom became famous for using this short con on many, many marks. Sophie Smith, for instance, was a renowned thimble rigger. William Lucky Bill Thorrington was as well. And so was Dr. Samuel Bennett, the confidence artist in this episode's hot seat. Welcome to Criminalia. I'm Maria Tremarchi
3: and I'm Holly Fry. Samuel Bennett was one of the best known so-called thimble artists, perhaps ever depending on who you ask. And he made a fortune playing the game on steamboats along the Mississippi and Red Rivers in the United States in the 19th century. Samuel was one of 13 children born in January of 1791 in New Hampshire to Thomas and Sarah Bennett. We, unsurprisingly, have very little detail about his childhood, but we do know that before he turned confidence man, and actually during his confidence career as well, he did legitimate work. He worked as a fur trader, a merchant, and as a tavern keeper. You surely noticed Maria referred to him as Dr. Samuel Bennett. The thing about that is he was never actually a real doctor. He had no training whatsoever. But he either acquired or self styled the honorific title at some point early in his adulthood. In 1812, Samuel, at that point in his early 20s, became a father. He and a woman named Comfort Batchelder had a daughter named Mary Dole Silly Bennett and nicknamed Bammy in Chichester, New Hampshire. Mary herself has a big life story of her own. She's known as having been a shrewd business entrepreneur and is known as the mother of Shreveport, Louisiana. Although Samuel and his daughter had what seems to have been a pretty good relationship, when her father died, the rest of the Bennetts sued to have Mary removed from his will. If you're wondering what the problem was, Samuel and Comfort never got married, which meant that Mary was born in a non-marital union. At the time, she would have been called an illegitimate child. And for that reason, Samuel's family wanted to disallow her inheritance. Samuel's family actually won their suit. So let's go back to Samuel's
4: life, not his death. He may have spent the first 22 years of his life in New Hampshire, but Samuel was from Shreveport, Louisiana, if you get what we mean. He spent most of his adult life there and had a significant impact on the growth of the city. In fact, he and several other Bennett family members, including his daughter Mary, all played roles in the history of Shreveport over many decades. Before landing there, though, Samuel first moved from New Hampshire to Alabama, where he became a landowner and enslaver. And for perspective on the historical timeline, this was still a few decades before the American Civil War would begin. Small local papers occasionally wrote little stories about him, and it didn't take long for them to report on the details of his growing side gig, his con career. To quote the press, Bennett played checkers unusually well and naturally liked to play that game. Bennett considered it a willful waste of time to play only for the sake of the game and would not play except for a stake of not less than $10 a game. In
3: 1833, give or take a year, Samuel and his brother William found themselves back in New Hampshire, and while there, William fell in love with his niece, Mary. By today's standards, that's problematic. Uh, despite Samuel's concerns about the pairing, the two did marry and moved to Shreveport. The Caddo people called the area home before the arrival of Europeans, and William and Mary Bennett were among the earliest white inhabitants in the region. They set up posts along the river and also made money through warehouses they owned on Cross Bayou. The Bennetts provided food and supplies to travelers who were making their way west into Texas. The family also operated a ferry to carry travelers across the Red River. Many, many early settlers came through this region on their way to the American West. By 1850, more than 200 wagons per week passed through the area
4: to be near his daughter, brother, and eventual grandchildren, Samuel, II relocated to Shreveport. According to the weekly Shreveport Times, quote, he was engaged in mercantile and farming pursuits, owning the valuable body of rich land opposite the city, and for a short while ran a private bank here. He may have been involved in legit pursuits upon his arrival in Shreveport, but Samuel was already pretty well known throughout the American South, especially in cities in Alabama and Georgia, As a great trick man, a con artist. The weekly Shreveport Times began to catch on and began to report that he, quote, had the distinguished honor of either inventing or reviving the game known as Thimble Rig, which has been calculated to capture the unwary. They continued, quote, a recital of his many sharp practices would fill a volume.
3: We're gonna take a break here for a word from our sponsors. When we return, we'll talk about what the game known as Thimble Rig is and how it's played. When it comes to makeup looks, I really like full glam, but I also often just need an easy day look, and Thrive Cosmetics has been my go to. I also travel a lot. I'm really guilty of lugging around way too much makeup in my suitcase, and I'm trying to curb that habit. And Thrive's Brilliant Eye Brightener is the key to the whole thing. So instead of packing a bunch of palettes that I may or may not use, I can just throw a few of these slim sticks in my bag and I get all the shimmer and shadow I'm looking for. I streamline my packing. I can blend them together. They blend like butter. And you can layer different colors to get something truly unique. And then you just have your look all pulled together. Your eyes are brighter. You look well rested and you look really pretty glam for a very easy look. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty free. It's easy to see why they get so many five star reviews and even better, they give back to communities. For every product that you purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. So you look great and you can feel great about how you got there. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at ThriveCosmetics.com slash Criminilia. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Criminilia for 20% off your first order.
0: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles.
5: Go to LifeLock.com slash iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here.
0: You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo, you can fit both with ease with three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight and leg room that makes even long trips comfortable with Grand Highlanders available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims. You can be confident that you have the power acceleration and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up and you'll get where you're going in style with a modern spacious cabin. That's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including a standard digital key, an available panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Highlander.
4: Welcome back to Criminalia. Shell game swindles are still in vogue among con artists today. Around the world. But let's talk about how Thimble Rig was played in the 19th century.
3: The definition of a Thimble Rigger, ever since the game's popularity in the 1800s, has been one who manipulates or controls generally in deceptive or dishonest ways. The game itself, Thimble Rig, is related to another game called Cups and Balls. That's a magic trick that's performed as entertainment. It's not anything to do with gambling or anything scammy. It's also pretty much the same swindle as three-card Monty, just the substitute for the cards. Some will tell you it's a game of skill and not a swindle. Some people will tell you it's all just an illusion. So let's talk about how it's played.
4: You'd actually probably recognize it if you saw it. It can be identified by its three small overturned containers and a small object for hiding. Over the years, the containers have been everything from thimbles to walnut shells to bottle caps. And the small object is usually a small ball, pebble, bead, button, you get the picture. There are descriptions of the game from the early 1800s, and though there have been slight changes over the decades, it's generally run like this. For simplicity, we're going to use thimbles and balls as our object examples, as that would have been common in 19th century thimble rig. It begins with the operator, and this is the con artist, inverting the three thimbles on a surface, such as a mat or a table. A single ball is placed under one of those three inverted thimbles. And then, then here's where they get you. The thimble rig scam works because of an illusion. The secret is a second ball. This involves an element of sleight of hand to pull off the swindle. The secret ball is placed under a second of the three thimbles, and the original ball is removed from play, palmed by the operator. The operator quickly shuffles the containers with the replacement ball under them, while the better, otherwise known as the mark, and spectators unwittingly look on. In his book Sucker's Progress, an informal history of gambling in America from the colonies to Canfield. Herbert Asbury describes the sleight of hand like this, quote, Ten times out of ten, unless the bet was a come-on, the object is between two of the thimble rigger's fingers, or has been shifted by a confederate during the excitement of the betting. Now the action moves to the better. The better then chooses which container the object is under, and the odds here are super good that they do not choose correctly. In addition to the sleight-of-hand part of this scam, thimble artists often also had shills, who were people they paid to help them. Spectators watching shills win the game was often the boost they needed to try that game themselves.
3: Samuel's variation was usually played with three thimbles and a tiny rolled-up paper ball. He claimed that he had played this game since he was just a kid. True or not, as an adult, he was so proficient at it that he was given the nicknames the King of Thimbles and the Napoleon of Thimble Riggers. He was so good at the swindle that in the early 1840s, in part because of him, several states passed laws that specifically prohibited this game. Sometimes he's even credited with inventing the thimble rig, but for certain, he did not. He may have popularized it during his lifetime. We will absolutely give him that. But people were playing this game, uh, or running this con, dating back to the ancient Greeks and Romans. And of course, the magic trick even predates that. In Great Britain in the early 19th century, it got the name thimble rig from the words thimble, the original containers used in the game, and rig, that's the obsolete term for trick. You have rigged the game.
4: This swindle was very popular throughout the 19th century, and games were often set up in or around carnivals and other large events. Games of chance also became popular on America's new steamboats. In 1836, historian and writer Benjamin Drake, a writer of popular sketches for newspapers at the time, introduced his audience to a new character, a riverboat gambler of sorts, what he called an American rascal who rode steamboats up and down the Mississippi to take advantage of unsuspecting passengers with various rigged games of chance. These men, he wrote, quote, dress with taste and elegance, carry gold chronometers in their pockets, and swear with the most genteel precision. These men were, in fact, a real thing, and our Samuel Bennett, based out of
3: Shreveport, was one of them. So we're going to take a break here for a word from our sponsors. But when we return, we will talk about the rise and fall of steamboats in America and what that meant for riverboat gamblers like Samuel Bennett.
0: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease, with three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and leg room that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362-horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident that you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including a standard digital key, an available panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander.
1: Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Annabe. Anive, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out. Where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's a n a b e icom Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply.
3: Hey, everybody, it's Holly. Listen up. Hangovers cost the U.S. $300 billion in productivity every year. But I've got the secret, Acalo wearable vitamins. Avoid hangovers by preventing them in the first place. Just peel, stick and enjoy 24 hours of B1 goodness. It's not just for hangovers, beats jet lag and boosts metabolism too. Go to acalo.co today. Trust me, it's a game changer. Plus, with Acalo's money back guarantee, you've got nothing to lose except the hangover. That's a k a l o.co. That's a k a l o.co.
4: Welcome back to Criminalia. Let's talk about what happened when gamblers and con artists got on board those steamboats.
3: So we need to talk about riverboats for a minute. In the early 1800s in the United States, this is of course before rail travel, transportation was limited. Mostly you could go by horse and wagon, ox cart, mule train... In the 19th century, rivers became the nation's kind of unofficial highway system for both traders and travelers. New, steam-powered boats could move upstream nearly as fast as downstream and could travel at what were astonishing speeds for the time, as fast as 5 miles per hour, or that's about 8 kilometers per hour. The Mississippi River flows through 10 states, and that river has long played a vital role in American expansion. In the 1800s, the river carried just about every trade good you might imagine from the time. Furs from the Great Lakes and the Missouri River region, agricultural staples like corn and wheat from the Midwest, as well as cotton, sugar, and tobacco from the plantations of the South. Because of its dominance and significance, the Mississippi has often been called the lifeblood of American industry and commerce.
4: So we can probably point a finger at Samuel Clemens, also known as the legendary author Mark Twain, for the romanticized Americana image of paddlewheel steam riverboats floating down the Mississippi River. In his memoir, which was called Life on the Mississippi, he wrote of his days as a steamboat pilot in the years before the American Civil War. Twain described the Mississippi River towns as, quote, comely, clean, well-built, and pleasing to the eye and cheering to the spirit." The Mississippi Valley is as a dreamland, nothing worldly about it, nothing to hang a fret or worry upon. And he described the riverboats as full of passengers playing card games and enjoying live music and dancing. All true stuff. He also wrote of gamblers and thieves cheating travelers out of a bunch of money. Also true. And our subject today, Samuel Bennett, wasn't there for that live music or that dancing. He was there for that bunch of money.
3: While that five miles per hour was an astounding riverboat speed for its time, it was still five miles per hour. (laughs) (laughs) That meant that passengers weren't going anywhere especially fast. So to pass the time, people began to enjoy various entertainments on board. And with that need for diversion, it was kind of as if the steamboats had hung out a welcome sign for professional gamblers and swindlers to come aboard. And they did go aboard, probably for a few reasons. It was easy to keep a low profile when traveling on the river. Plus, there were likely plenty of passengers on board who were gullible in the ways of games of chance, especially when those games are rigged. And also, it was in part just due to the law. Certain states prohibited gambling, but that only applied on land. Twain once described the riverboat gamblers as, quote, rough repulsive fellows. He wrote of their presence on the river as, I could not help seeing them with some frequency, for they gambled in an upper deck stateroom every day and night, and in my promenades I often had glimpses of them through their door, which stood a little ajar to let out the surplus tobacco smoke and profanity. They were an evil and hateful presence, but I had to put up with it, of course. Samuel Bennett's name had become so tightly
4: linked to the game of thimble rig that curious passengers on the riverboats he frequented began to approach him and ask for demonstrations. First, he quite modestly feigned reluctance to do so. You know, no, no, but thank you for the interest. Pressed a second time, well, Dr. Bennett would be happy to show off. And considering the passengers knew who he was when they approached him, he would ironically walk away with pocketfuls of cash he'd fleeced from them during his demonstration. In 1857, gambler-turned-con-exposer Jonathan Green described in his book, Gambling Exposed, a, quote, merchant from Philadelphia who, though a very intelligent man and a shrewd businessman, was far above intrigue and unwittingly lost over $1,600 to gamblers on the Mississippi. To that point, riverboat confidence man Canada Bill Jones was once quoted saying suckers had no business with money, a sentiment said perhaps by every con artist we've talked about so far this season, I would imagine.
3: As you might imagine, riverboat gambling wasn't without potential violence and other crime. Historians report people taking the law into their own hands to punish accused cheaters, thieves, and other criminals while floating on the river. In 1835, in Vicksburg, Mississippi, for example, five gamblers were lynched after other passengers discovered them cheating at cards. Gambling on a riverboat on the Mississippi, which was mainly unregulated waters, skirted local laws.
4: The era of the steamboat began its rise in popularity and prominence at the same time as the popularity and prominence of card games, in particular, poker, but card games were really having a moment. By the 1830s, more than 1,200 steamboats were carrying passengers and products around America's waterways, and men like Bennett were eager to run rigged games on all of them. And by all of them, I mean all of the boats and all of the people. (laughs) Some of the earliest tales of poker games date to this time period. Many accounts describe all kinds of games played on decks in parlors, bars, and in private rooms aboard those riverboats on the Mississippi, the Ohio, and other waterways around the country. After the American Civil War, the railroad system grew rapidly. The first transcontinental line was completed and running in 1869. Travelers and, of course, the cheats who followed them, began riding the rails, which was now the fastest method of travel during the final decades of the 19th century. By 1904, some states began to soften their gambling laws, luring people from the river back ashore. It's also the same year the first legitimate riverboat casino, called the City of Traverse, set sail on Lake Michigan. And that's generally accepted by modern historians as the start of riverboat gambling as an organized commercial operation. Iowa went on to become the first state to legalize riverboat gambling, but that didn't happen until 1989.
3: But that railroad expansion happened after Samuel's death. In his life, he was both a legitimate businessman with an unmistakable influence on the growth of Shreveport, Louisiana, and a man who got really rich running confidence tricks on the passengers of American riverboats. He died on September 21st, 1853, in Shreveport. Aptly written by Twain about life on the river, and it seems like it might apply to Samuel, now and then we had a hope that if we lived and were good, God would permit us to be pirates. Sometimes you gotta go pirate. Sometimes.
4: So what kind of a drink would you bring to this occasion? (laughs) We're on riverboat. This is newfound territory
3: (laughs) here. Yes, but this is one of those ones that I knew the second I looked at this, what I wanted to do. Excellent. So this is a drink that we're just going to call the thimble rig. And of course, all this talk of thimbles made me have to make a shot, which we don't do very often. No, I think,
4: have we done one? Perhaps? One, maybe two. Maybe two.
3: So I wanted to make a shot in reference to the cups or thimbles, but I also wanted something that's very Louisiana. Um, So I wanted to do a drink that's very popular in Louisiana. And there are several, but the one I focused on was a sidecar. Okay, But in this case, it's a shot version of a sidecar that also can transform into something new as a cocktail. Just as Samuel kind of transitioned from role to role in his life, from legitimate business to not so much. Not so legit. (laughs) So this is a very easy shot to make. You are just going to pour an ounce and a half of cognac and a half ounce of limoncello into your shaker with ice. You're going to shake. I add, this is an optional, a splash of vanilla syrup or simple syrup. It just Takes the bite out of it and it makes it a little smoother to drink. Mm -hmm. So you'll shake that all with ice, strain it into a pre chilled shot glass, and you're ready to go. This is where I mention it is perfectly okay to sip a shot. You do not have to down it all at once. If anyone tells you you have to, (laughs) they're being a jerk. (laughs) But the other thing is that this is also a thing that you can make into a proper cocktail that will be something different from a sidecar. Mm but unique on its own. So you can take this shaken up magic, pour it into a glass with rocks, and then top it with ginger ale. And it becomes this incredibly sippable drink, like just the easiest drink on earth to drink. A very bright drink to have too. Like as as spring starts, I start thinking this has citrusy flavors in it. The citrus is light. The cognac is really driving the flavor profile. Because there's so much more of it. Yes, yes. It's one part of the limoncello to three parts of the cognac. A nice, really full-bodied, but yet not heavy drink once you add ginger ale to it. I loved it. <laughs> the mocktail is, involves a couple extra steps, nothing mm-hmm. crazy, but to make a version of a substitute for cognac here, we're going to actually start with a very light version of a uh, syrup. Similar to a simple, but not quite. I boiled two cups of water with a quarter cup of molasses. Oh, okay. And let that just all simmer a little bit and get incorporated. And then I dropped a tea bag of English breakfast in there. Okay. And I let that steep for a little while and then I pulled the tea bag out. That way you have that little bit of sweetness that cognac can often have, mm-hmm. but it's not overwhelming. The flavor of the English breakfast gives that sweetness a little more, a little more of a layered flavor. It's not just like, oh, that tastes like a little bit like molasses. It's the, right. you can realize there's something else, but it's also not too terrific. That's how you make your substitute for cognac in this version. In lieu of limoncello, you can use a lemon syrup right. if you can't find a lemon syrup. Simple syrup, one cup of water, one cup of sugar, some cut up lemons, let that simmer for a little bit, and then you strain it off and you're good to go. And then you can do everything else the same. So that is the Thimble Rig, a drink that I think might carry me through spring this year. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's easy to make, it tastes really different and unique, but not in a way that's especially assaultive. Mm -hmm. Nothing is, nothing, there are no heavy flavors about it once you've made it into a cocktail. And I quite enjoyed it for that reason. The shot is also great, but if you don't want that much concentrated ABV in your mouth, then <laughs> <laughs> you just back it off with a little bit of ginger ale and you're golden, both literally and figuratively. As we sip our magical cocktails, we're going to enjoy this one. We would like to make sure we thank you for spending this time with us. We will be right back here again next week with another tale of a scoundrel who might want to take your money and a yummy delicious drink Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio please visit the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows
0: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria. Secret store and online at victoriassecret.com.
2: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
4: Hey folks, it's Maria. I've got to share this game changer, Acalo's D3 patch. Forget pills, this patch delivers vitamin D3 10 times longer. Boost your immune system, sleep better, regulate mood and support bone and heart health. Wear a patch before bed and leave it on for 24 hours. It's that simple. Living in the Pacific Northwest without much sunlight, these patches are great for me. Or if you find yourself dealing with the winter blues, they're discreet and perfect for my sensitive skin. Oh, and they even have a patch for hangovers and jet lag if that's something that affects you. Try them today with a money-back guarantee at akalo.co. Take charge of your health. That's A-K-A-L-O dot C-O.
2: Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts.